three of the BC restart plan is tentatively scheduled for July 1st and among the sectors that will benefit is casinos and bingo halls. According to the plan, dining halls will open without group limits for tables, but bingo halls, nightclubs, casinos, they can all open to limited capacity and operate based on an approved COVID-19 safety plan. So to speak more about how this is going to impact casinos and bingo halls and an industry that's been closed since March of last year, I'm pleased to welcome interim BCLC president and CEO, Linda Cavanaugh. Linda, how are you doing here, here this afternoon? I'm doing very well. Thanks very much, Jeff. Yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time. I mean, this has been a long time coming, right? It was March when the pandemic first hit. Everything was shut down. And then it was... Who knows when casinos are going to ever be able to reopen? And we finally have a little bit of light. Like I said, that July 1st date is pretty tentative. But just what's the overall feeling from those within the, you know, lottery community, the gaming community here to finally be able to get back to work, hopefully in the next month? It's, uh, it's a time of, of huge excitement, actually. We've been waiting for this uh, the thumbs up and green light from the public health authorities for quite some time. Um, so we've anticipated this day uh, for a while, but uh, the level of excitement is is climbing, as is the detail and work associated with uh, the task of reopening our casinos uh, as of July 1st in a, in a way that um, is safe and that people can be assured of a fun and entertaining time. Yeah, so obviously looking towards that July 1st target date, but it is, you know, a little bit up in the air. I mean, based on vaccination levels right now, it feels like a foregone conclusion we're going to get there. But, of course, assuming anything is probably not the right step. But uh, safe to say you're planning for July 1, and if everything goes according to plan, people can, you know, start uh, entering casinos in a limited capacity on Canada Day. Yes, that's right, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with your comments, your, your um, cautions, because we've had some false starts, as we know, um, all across all business areas over the last year. So we are going forward uh, optimistically, assuming that July 1st will remain the target date. And, of course, you know, we're at the, at the mercy of uh, the other uh, factors, including uh, people's vaccination rates and that uh, COVID cases decline. So far, that's looking promising. So we are forging ahead with that date in mind as our, as our um, opening date. So uh, specific details from what I understand for, for reopening are continuing to be developed through consultation with, you know, BCLC representatives like yourself, service providers, um, and WorkSafe BC, health officials, you know, everyone has to collaborate on how this is all going to uh, go ahead smoothly. Where are you in that process, knowing you still have about four weeks before that July 1st date comes? It's been a couple of weeks now since the restart plan was first announced. So just how's the progress going and getting that, you know, full plan developed at this point? Right. Um, so at BCLC specifically, we've convened a, a cross-divisional project team that is meeting on a daily basis together with our service providers to cover off virtually every detail, every anticipated detail that, that we can think of um, from health and safety protocols right through to ensuring that the slot machines are in good working order and ready to go on opening day. So as I said, we've anticipated this, but as you can imagine, now that the reality of a reopening is is right uh, around the corner. We're working feverishly to make sure that uh, that everything that needs to happen, it happens. And that when we do open the doors, um, as I said, the, the experience is positive for people and that they, uh, they have a good time and they feel safe and they're all ready to come back as we move closer to what would be considered to be even more normal operations later in the fall, hopefully. When players do enter these facilities for the first time, uh, what, what sorts of changes will they notice, right? There's probably going to be some pretty obvious things that they'll be able to see the second they walk in the door. What, what sorts of differences are, are going to be noticeable uh, when, when people walk through those doors once again? 
Yeah, that's right. I, we, we've already configured our service providers and ourselves have configured our space um, in the casinos to create that, that uh, two-meter distance. Um, many of the things that people have become quite familiar with with regard to physical spacing and potentially plexiglass where that isn't possible. Uh, we, in some instances, we made it every second slot machine available because of that. Um, our card games may be restricted to those where the dealer can deal face up or, or where cards are disposable disposable so it won't be the full uh the full experience but it'll be a hint of of what's to come and um of course keeping our our um, our players and our visitors safe is a priority so that's the kind of thing that they can expect to see where are you right now in like the the hiring process i mean is there any concerns from a staffing perspective i know that's something that the restaurant industry has always had concerns about right every time there's a reopening they try to hire back staff but a lot of staff have you know maybe found other employment or moved on to other things i'm just curious if if you're seeing that at this point now that you're trying to prepare for july one not a long time from now all things considered uh you know is is the staff there are there any concerns about having you know car dealers in place and, and people to operate and 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 uh, fix machines and all that stuff that you know require is required at a casino is that all ready to go at this point or are you still working on that yeah that, that's definitely a work in progress i mean it was unfortunate at the start of the uh the pandemic when casinos closed uh, upwards of 10,000 employees across the province were impacted by that and uh and may have well have moved on having said that our casino operators um are are close to their community members and also close to the, you know, to um, the people that worked in, um, in their casinos previously. Therefore they've been in touch with them. Um, you know, they're assessing who's still available to come back to work versus uh, what kind of recruitment efforts they need to put forward. Um, and it, it will be a case by case basis depending on the casino and the location, but they're committed to hiring back people who have worked in the past. And if those people have moved on and in some cases that will be the case, then, um, then they will recruit uh, as quickly as possible, train people up and get them back out on the floor. Perfect. Well, I know it's going to be an exciting time for, for particularly employees and a lot of gamers who have been sitting around waiting. I know that's a, a lot of ho- a big hobby for a lot of people to, you know, go and play the slots or go and play some card tables. And it just hasn't been an option for a very long time unless you're doing so in a virtual way online, which really just is not the same atmosphere. So I'm sure there's lots of people anticipating this reopening. Uh, is there anything that comes... Um, from this pandemic that could result in, in permanent changes. The one thing I kind of think of as I could put, I could foresee a change would be like the use of chips and, you know, having to sanitize chips all the time. That could be a, a really, really long process for someone to be doing. Is there ever a, a possibility we could see a, a change in that regard? Maybe like a loadable card? I don't know. I don't really have a, a thought as to exactly what that would look like, but has there been mm-hmm. any consideration about, you know, just the, the touching of surfaces and obviously the concerns that have been stemming from COVID-19 as a result of that? Right. I, it, it's, a, it's a good question. It, it kind of covers off all of our concerns around, you know, are we going to be shaking hands anymore even? Um, so while we haven't really thought, um, you know, into the future in, in terms of a permanent um, process around sanitation or social distancing, certainly is not something that we would discard as a possibility. Uh, who knows, you know, with the variants of the viruses and et cetera. So uh, as, as optimistic as we are to open the doors and get back to normal, we really do want to pay attention to emerging trends and uh, in the industry and, and in, in entertainment 
specifically and stay on top of that. And if required to do some more permanent sort of changes, we will consider that. At this point, though, we're just going forward with uh, the current the current restrictions and hoping that they'll lift enough that we can, uh, you know, yeah. have people congregating around the, the slot machines and, and have that same atmosphere that people are missing. For sure. Um, have, have you had any conversations with, like, other, other uh, gaming organizations or corporations in other provinces that have had the opportunity to, to reopen somewhat? You know, I'm thinking, like, Alberta was able to reopen for portions of time throughout the course of this pandemic. You know, have you had conversations just to see how things have gone for, for those other organizations and how BC CLC can learn from that? Yeah, we have in the context of the, the past year. Some some jurisdictions, as you've mentioned, have reopened and then quickly closed again. So uh, we've not had really a, a, a fulsome yeah. kind of debrief on what worked and what what kind of um, you know processes we might adopt going forward. But that's certainly something that's on the agenda for us. We, um, we're in close contact with our counterparts across the province and actually globally as well. Um, so we do pay attention to emerging trends and learn from other jurisdictions who have already experienced what we're about to experience coming up. Perfect. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time, Linda. And I know this is something that, you know, from, from a like I said, player standpoint, it's something they've been missing from an employment standpoint. Obviously, the, the dealers and all the other employees who are, uh, you know, working at casinos have been left out, but also the revenue sharing, right, that comes as a result of casinos being open, being able to provide some funding to municipalities who are operating casinos as well is something that's been missing throughout all of this. So that'll be a big change, and, and hopefully we see things go ahead smoothly, and I'm looking forward to hopefully July 1st going forward without a hitch. So that's where I'll stand. I appreciate your time, Linda, and, and thank you so much. Thanks very much for the opportunity to speak to you today, Jeff, and look forward to seeing uh, you and counterparts and friends and family and Caloops uh, up in the casino soon. I can't wait. Have a great weekend, Linda, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. Linda Cavanaugh, Interim President and CEO of the BC Lottery Corporation. So July 1st, hopefully that day comes, and step three of the restart plan can be enacted. Now, one reason... The opening of casinos is important is for the revenue that they generate for municipalities. I mentioned it there at the tail end of my conversation with Linda. And, you know, it, it truly is millions of dollars that has been lost over this last year and a half. The director of finance for the city of Kamloops, Kathy Humphrey, she actually said uh, just this past December, the city normally gets about two and a half million dollars a year from casino revenues. Two point five million dollars that it just has not been able to make its way into the budget for the city of Kamloops. 